Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Mitch Wonders coming to you live from Austin, Texas. I'll admit, I've heard uh, stories about things that happen on the border a lot more. You know, obviously, I live in Texas, so I, I'm going to go ahead and admit that I didn't fully begin to wonder about the scope and scale about the recent crisis on the border focused at uh, Eagle Pass. Um, more specifically in Shelby Park, um, until I saw a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of quote-unquote pundits like, uh, oh gosh, who's the, the Tucker guy and uh, another guy. But anyway, uh, they were saying how important this is to America, and it's the most important story they've seen in decades, and we better start paying attention. So I did, and I dug more deeply into it, so we'll discuss it today. Um, is it a political issue? Yeah. Is it kind of personal because it's only about three and a half hours from my house? A bit, but I think also, as uh, Americans, I think we need to pay attention to what's going on as this becomes uh, a battle of uh, states' rights versus the constitutional rights of the president. So stick around. We'll discuss it and hope you uh, enjoy this. And by all means, uh, stick around to the end. I'll throw a little bit of uh, what I found to be very ironic information at you. busted laughing because people know we're talking before the recording started <laughs> and of course three stooges references never get old no but yeah don't. yeah you, you you got that uh rasp in your voice like you know i, I went to visit my son up in uh, uh canada a couple of weeks ago and he's like you're blowing your nose and all that i think that's you know i think i brought that cedar pollen with me i'm telling you i i knew i was getting something about wednesday i just kind of started dripping you know my nose was kind of dripping throughout the day and i'm like it's coming on. I know it is. And for some reason, yep. when I get colds, I get them hardcore. Like, I was oh. out and down for the count all day yesterday. And Mook's dialing in, just so everybody knows. And by the way, again, our our fitness guru, Mook, is going to join us today <laughs> on, another, on, on another topic. But Mook's calling in from North Central Illinois. It's hard to fight at this time of year. That's, you know, that's why I was mentioning the uh, cedar pollen. It's hard to fight at this time of year in Texas. But... um. I wanted to talk with you about this because you're one of, and don't take this the wrong way because it's going to sound flattering and I'm not mean it to be. Uh, you're one of the more <laughs> learned and well-spoken and well, well of my friends who was not afraid to discuss politics. I mean, because this isn't entirely politics because we're talking about the border issue. Right. Um, but it certainly has a definite aspect, right? I don't normally care to discuss politics because it's the most fruitless topic you can discuss with any human being. You're never changing anyone's mind. You can have all your ducks in a row, every fact you want in a row. If somebody already has an opinion, you're not going to sit down and change it with them with a discussion. You're just not. I have no, I have another I episode I want to discuss. Yes, you have. And I've, but with you about, I think uh, politics is also is very similar to information about nutrition. It's like, what do you, what's hot now? What's, what's no eggs have eggs, just the yolks, just the one. I've, you know, milk It's anyway. But it's but but this started last year, and I heard about it, of course, because I live in Texas. You know, I always I'm always hearing border issues, and sometimes you know, get complacent. But then I started hearing like the Tucker Carlson's of the world, and that other guy with the beard and flannel. I don't know what his name is, but uh, he was he actually said he had oh, an episode Matt, of his like, there you go. Uh, he's like the most important topic in America in 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 decades, and I'm like, well, let's start looking at this. And it, it just got kookier and kookier. Well, I didn't know Matt Walsh was doing border stuff. He's more of a 
his yeah. life, he's been more on the whole transgender movement lately. Yeah, exactly. I was surprised to hear it too. I mean, that, that's, I mean, again, that's what made me kind of stand up and take notice because he, at least he gives a perception of being a learned individual. You know, like right. I said, flannel. But, uh, but it started, <laughs> yeah, that's it started, it started last year. Uh, and I'm going to give, I'll, I, like I mentioned to you before, like as we we're talking back and forth, uh, I'll, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what's happened this year because it's too much to read. But, uh, uh-huh. last year it started when, when, uh, Texas installed, Concertina wire, I don't, whatever barbed wire, along yeah. thirty miles, wait, eighty miles, thirty miles of the of land on the U.S. side of the Rio Grande. Um, right. Obviously, and it's interesting because I was down camping at the Rio Grande in April last year. It was so dry; people were walking across. Not where I was that I knew, but uh, but anyway, uh, they the Texas put concertina wire, you know, states' right. rights to protect your border, and federal agents, you know, it's tasked in the with patrolling, literally in there, I think. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But uh, federal agents, uh, you know, patrolling the border disturbed, you know, that wire as part of their work, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's again, it's in the Constitution. They're allowed to do that. But Texas uh, then, you know, sued in federal court claiming that federal agents have broken state law. But which, again, that gets confused me. How, <laughs> how does state law usurp federal law? You yeah, know? I don't know. I don't there... get that far into it in this half hour that we've got for this, but um, I don't want to change the topic, but that whole federal state thing, because isn't that sort of a weird, um, I, the word escapes me, not irony, but with many states legalizing recreational marijuana, but yet marijuana use is still federally prohibited. Yeah. Like so I said, that you, was in the, if you live in Colorado, you can use it recreationally in Illinois. Now I think you can, Yeah, but yet but somehow I could go to federal prison for it. Is that what's? Is that oh, I don't think so. I don't think federal. But because uh, it's still, it's but still then again, I don't know. So, but but yeah, like everywhere I go, when you, I can tell you. I mean, without even looking, I just smelling where it's legal because it, it, right. it's everywhere. But uh, but then you know the, the justice, you know Texas sued in, in in court, and the Circuit Court of Appeals sided with Texas, and they issued an injunction. But then the Justice Department went to the Supreme Court, which right. is supreme. So you can't touch that. And they yeah. can't, they uh, vacated that injunction. But so I, that's I, how, that's where we are, you know, kind of well, now. Right. And that's, I did see that. And that's what's kind of baffles me. It's like, you would think the federal government, and or is it correct to say, but I'll just say the Biden administration, is that fair we're going to get there anyway you might as well go um you would thank texas for taking the initiative to help in any way but what i it seems like i can't understand is why they seem so determined to not let texas do this like the fact that they would file an appeal to the supreme court it's like why why do you care so much that texas is trying to do this you know, and call me crazy. And again, like you say, not to get off topic, but doesn't the Supreme Court have more important things to be doing right now? You know, uh, funding Ukraine, uh, you know, funding the United States. They've got things they need to talk about. You would think but, so. But I mean, it's like, but you like you say, shouldn't the federal government care about what the American people, I mean, that they're protected? If they're concerned, then take steps to protect yourself. And like when I lived in Illinois, I mean, I always heard, you know, Texas doing stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, good on them, the crazy bastards, you know, stuff, mm-hmm. I just stuff. But we, I mean, I really enjoy 
Governor Abbott. I mean, he, he makes decisions like I wasn't even thinking about certain things and he makes decisions for the people. And, but um, that's a whole nother ballgame. But but it starts to you know, this is focused primarily. I mentioned Eagle Pass, Texas, about three and a half or so hours like southwest of me, which is kooky to me that the border is that close. But uh, but more importantly, it's in Shelby Park. It's a park right on the water. Um so, because we'll talk more about that later, but here's here's the brief synopsis. January 12th, so now we're into this year because it started last year. Um, around eight around eight p.m. Central Time, Mexico's National Institute of Migration learned that about the drowning deaths of two children and a woman near Shelby Shelby Park. Uh, the guard staff allegedly cut border or allegedly said border patrol was not allowed in the area, even in emergency situations. That one nuance. Um, then again, on the 17th, uh, Department of Homeland Security said this date is a deadline for when Texas authorities must end its blocking. So basically, they're blocking border agents from entering the park and to disturbing the concertina wire, which is the border they put in place. Okay. Right. So here we now we're back on, we're all the way up to, to January 22nd. You know, we're getting close. The Supreme Court voted five to four to allow Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire set up by Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott and reiterated again on the 22nd in a letter to the Texas governor. So they're telling them straight up, you know, and it feels like Abbott's like, you know, find something to like about it because I'm still going to do it because on Friday 26, it's the second deadline. They're like, hey, wait a minute. You had a deadline. Here's another one for you. He's uh, kind of giving thing. the court the middle finger from what I understand, right? And just feels saying, like it right there because yeah. They ignored one deadline, and so like, okay, what? Well, now we're really serious. So now on Monday the 29th. <laughs> for real this time. <laughs> earlier this week, because I thought, you know, important. That's why I put this together for us to discuss, because it's getting really. But more than two dozen attorneys general of the United States, you know, I started paying attention more because now this is a national concern. It's not just Texas. Um, to, well, to, Texas uh, is made from what I understand, it's because of Texas has become a national concern because of him busing people to different parts That's of the part country. Of it, yeah. That's Operation, like, I mean, hand your hats for an original name, Operation Lone Star. And it's pretty, I find it fairly amusing that these sanctuary cities, they love to virtue signal and call themselves sanctuary cities, but then once the people actually show up, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah, but I mean, because I've got it listed here. You, know, you got D.C., you got New York City, Chi-Town, Philly, Denver, L.A. We've sent, I say we when I say, I mean Texas, but uh, Washington, D.C., about 13,000. Uh, New York, about 38,000. Chi-Town, well, that out. Um, all right. So, but, but now, but, uh, but also, I mean, what they said was uh, Governor Abbott's efforts to secure our border and Attorney General Paxton's work defending those efforts must be supported rather than opposed. That's the 20 governors from around country. And right. it's worth noting that they're all Republican. Of course they are. Yeah. But that's where we are today. You know, there's still, I mean, I just, I've seen more news today and yesterday about it. Um, now, uh, DeSantis from Florida is sending National Guard troops to support uh, over a thousand, I believe I saw. Um, I thought I saw a hundred thousand. Well, that, I saw uh, the, the the token like they did about a week and a half ago. They showed two cars driving down the highway, 
And it was, it was titled DeSantis sending support to Texas. Like, yeah, all right. All right. That was a token. I get it. Yeah. But now they're really sending uh, people in. Well, well I like just, you pointed I, out earlier, you know, this is, this is not, I mean, I know there's a definite mindset of, cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, let's, let's face it. These are not the cream of the crop people that are coming into the United States, but conversely, I would dare say, a greatest percentage, as high as 70%, are people just trying to get a better life for themselves, sure. for their family. Right. And as Orange Man, like they, people like to call him, he just, for some reason, for a guy that's supposed to be so smart, he just has a way of coming across. He doesn't usually choose his words carefully when he just basically tries to paint them all as drug dealers and rapists and stuff. But like I, I think I made this point earlier, it's just going to be like any other strata of society. When you have a mass group of people, you're going to have people from all ends of the spectrum, good, hardworking people looking for a better life. You're going to have pieces of garbage looking to commit crimes and do whatever. Yeah. Like the kid in New York that was part of the people that beat up that cop, those cops in New York. I'm sure you've seen him. He's all over social media. And because when the reporters are trying to interview him, now he's just walking around, giving them both middle fingers an illegal alien that just beat up New York cops. And of course, because New York doesn't that they have no bail, they release him immediately. And he just walks out of the courtroom, giving everybody middle fingers. And you don't think that that yeah. gets riled up. Well, I mean, it, it's, it, and like you and I talked earlier, it's a, you know, a definite concern for Texans. I mean, you know, the governor's protecting his state. I mean, we're right on the border. And like, like we talked earlier, I, I can't see, you know, some of them, you know, entering the country and not hearing about Austin. San Antonio must be inundated. It's, you know, well, I, I don't know how they're functioning. I mean, you're you're looking at New York City that just gets some busloads and they can't function. How the hell are the actual border cities functioning? Yeah, hundreds of thousands. We're talking now, not yeah, just thirty-eight. Right. Well, this is all. I mean, because we mentioned earlier, we don't want to. Of, of course, it's going to touch on political vibes, but you mentioned. Uh, Biden, because Biden rolled back the hardline immigration policies from, I'm not going to call him the orange man, I'm going to give him respect and call him his, his name, uh, Donald Trump's era, because right. Abbott launched uh, the operation in 2021. So it's nothing new to try and gain more control of the southern border. And that's that comes, that's a direct quote from USA Today. So, but, but he's also uh, assigned $11 billion, you know, overall for this project. It's a border security initiative. He's got to do something. So right. it's, it's like I like I say, it's it's a definite political thing, but oh. I mean, it's also public safety. Well, he knows it's it's going to come down to his reelection at some point too. It's going to be a huge deal. And now that we're officially in the election year, he's going to start talking a little bit yep. of a different. I, I actually, I wish I would have saved it. I think I had it. I was trying to look it up. I didn't want to be rude looking at my phone while we're doing this, but. I had a clip of Biden and Chuck Schumer both from some years ago, and I don't even know when the clips were recorded, but they're like literally speaking the complete opposite of what they do now. <clears throat> Schumer actually was railing against not calling them illegal immigrants. You know how they like to use undocumented workers and all that different terms for it. Yeah, there's a new there's a new term for the homeless now too. <clears throat> Unhoused. Oh, there you go. That's that's okay. okay. They said, "Don't call them homeless. Call them unhoused." 
Like, because that makes a difference what you call them. <laughs> and, and how do you know they ever had a house to become unhoused? But I digress. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, Abbott has made the statement, and I'll stop beating on it, but that they need to work together with the you know, uh, Department of Safety and the Texas National <clears throat> Guard to stop the smuggling of drugs, obvious weapons, right. and people into Texas to, to prevent, detect, and interdict transnational criminal activity between ports of entry. I, I get it. That's that's hundred percent. I'm on board. I hate to use colloquialisms like that, but but <laughs> but again, it's like it's you know we talk about. It's unfortunate because, you know, I, I see the stats. I mean, I looked at, you know, some of the data and like we, we generally referred to it. And I, I referred to it, but they say 60, 60, the high 60 percentage of, uh, um, you can, uh, you can trust in the fact that these are people just trying to make a better life and right. America, you know, kind of the death place for it. But it's, it's definitely like you say, an election year thing. Uh, it is political, but. Um, it's becoming, you know, as Biden says more and more that he doesn't have the, because, you know, just to be sure, you know, th- there was, you know, should America be concerned? And, you know, it's not like the Border Patrol and the Texas National Guard are pointing guns at each other. That's not what's going on. But right. Texas is definitely flexing, it seems like, and saying, I don't care if you're the National Border Patrol, you stay the hell out of here. And that's, right. they, that's basically to close the park to them. Well, I just don't, I don't understand the resistance from the Justice Department. And obviously that comes from the administration. You would think you'd welcome, okay, Texas, you want to take this problem on? Go ahead and help us out. Why, why fight so hard to appeal court decisions against them trying to do their part? I don't get that. Well, like but you mentioned earlier, it's a bad it's, look. Even if it's meant it's a bad look, yes, it's it a bad look. Oh, you're trying to prevent people from coming over illegally. You're going to stop doing that, and we'll we'll take well, it to the Supreme Court to get you to stop doing that. You accurately I, pointed out this is a unilateral state's right. I mean, many states, you know, obviously in the central part of the country, and you know, others that aren't exposed to borders don't need to worry about this. So, no. But it's their right. No, I don't think I don't think Illinois is crying if Indiana people come over the border and move over here. Well, they they may they may. <laughs> But but when, and don't get me started because we can't stop uh, California from coming in. I'm seeing more and more of that. You know, God bless you. There's plenty of room here if you want to move to Texas, but keep your California. But well, hey, don't get me started. Well, as long as you don't but, bring them with you, you're good. Well, I mean, because I've, 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 I've read into, you know, the Supreme Court repeatedly and consistently says that the immigration policy and enforcement are matters that should be entrusted largely, if not entirely, to the federal government. They say that, but but like we all know, it's also in, in the Constitution that it's the, it's the state's rights to protect them. So right. it's all very confusing. That's why I'm, I'm one about this. And let me, granted, I should have a podcast called it, but it's, it's, it's a conundrum. It's, it's, and if I'm wondering about it, if you're kind of confused about it, I bet a lot of people are. Well, anything where you're talking about what trumps what, federal or state, it's like, it's all confusing to me. Because that was the whole thing when they overturned Roe v. Wade. All the pro-choice people went, lost their minds. But it's like they did not outlaw it. They just gave the power back to the states. So it's like, but that whole thing, it's like, okay, so if my state votes down, if I want to go for have an abortion, I just need to drive to a different state. But then again, the federal government isn't going to trump the state's rights. 
it baffles me which one trumps what well i think i think that's why this becomes a concern for the country it's part of like like what you say it's um it's a definition it's it's a battle of state versus federal constitutional rights and i think in the end like you say there's there's more than one uh case like uh roe v wade we used to have that now we don't so now it used to be you know the federal government used to be the what we thought was the final authority and now they might not be because of what's happening in texas no because texas is basically saying go fuck yourself right now aren't they <laughs> there you go there we go i'm on the timer we waited 20 minutes to finally come to the <laughs> This is not PG, but, is it, right? Well, it's it's uh, obviously the Constitution, and stop. I'll stop beating on this, but gives Congress the power to determine which foreigners can become citizens and under what conditions. The Constitution, however, is silent on immigration, which is bananas to me. But that is the federal government is not ex- explicitly granted a general power to exclude or remove non-citizens from the United States. So it's... It seems like if we go by the Constitution and the federal government, open the borders. It's, I don't know how else to say it. Well, isn't isn't the Statue of Liberty the end-all, be-all on that argument? Give us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses. You'd think. I mean, just don't bring weapons and drugs into my country. (laughs) And and, and there's a, a definite focus on certain countries that do that. But like you mentioned, I just have the, you know, from Heritage.com, I had the, the, the data about how many people are crossing the border. In April alone, uh, border protection encountered 275,000 illegal aid, uh, illegal aid nationwide. So it's not all the United States or not all, it, all Texas. This, these people, they're being aided by the Mexican government, clearly. I'll probably. They, I mean, not, not all these people just all got in their neighborhood and said, hey, let's all get together and, and walk across the border in big groups. They're being aided by somebody with some money behind it, whether it's the yeah, Mexican government or whoever. Say it. Say what? the C word. What's that? Say the C word. You're thinking it. I want to hear it. Cartels. Well, it might be them too, but some people are arguing. They, I, I don't know about the whole deep state and the whole George Soros and all the left funding things. I don't know. That's something I'm not. I'm not informed enough to get into, but. Clearly, it's these all these people are not just doing this on their own. They're getting help from somewhere. Well, I will right. say that some of the some of the data that we got from immigrationforum.org. So it's got to be real because it's .org, right? But the data yeah. indicates that, dr- that that drug seizures at the U.S.-Mexico border by pounds seized are trending down. But the good news at closer a closer look can be misleading because seizures seizures of heavier, less potent drugs like marijuana are down, obviously, because it's legal. Uh, but while illicit stuff like fentanyl and uh, are significant, significantly up, which is easy for me to say, 480% higher at the southern border in fiscal year 2023 compared to 2020. So 480%. And if you're not concerned about fentanyl and you know the impacts of kids and small towns and people dying from this, I felt like saying go after yourself, but I didn't. But then you're just missing it. You're not, you're not paying attention. But in the end, I saw... Again, my neighbor, shout out to Joe Rogan. Uh, he said in the end, like, he, he was discussing, because they're all talking about it. Uh, in the end, it's the doorbell analogy. Somebody rings the, the door, and, and don't you want to know a little about them before you let them in? You know, that's, yeah. it's, it, feels like, it feels like Texas also knowing would impact them immediately. 
uh, rather than you know more so than other states agree and it's not it's not standing down like you say yeah I, there's so much hypocrisy from people that seem to want to just open everything up and it's like you, you just like use the policy of like well you lock your doors on your house so you don't just open it willy-nilly for anybody so i just like one. Hey, you're on the whole screen now, finally. Yeah, welcome back to the camera. You could have told me about that. I don't know what happened to me. You can't see that on your end? Well, I had a block because I was reading my notes. Oh, I got you. You you sure as hell know at my age. I can't remember that stuff. Okay, I've got some irony for you. Ready? We'll we'll close this off. I think it's a a good discussion. I didn't think we would make any resolutions, but I wanted to bring it out and discuss, and hopefully people listen, fire off. You you can get on uh, MitchWonders.com. And you can enter a comment there. It's It'll go straight to me. Uh, or you can go to Mitch at MitchWonders.com and fire off a comment. If you had a question for Mook, our health uh, our health guru and uh, political pundit. Uh, <laughs> he sounds real healthy. But, <laughs> but this is this is this is happening, like I mentioned at the beginning, focused in Eagle Pass, uh, Texas, but more more closely focused in Shelby Park, which is like it's a common border crossing on the, on the Rio Grande that the water is such that it's easier to cross through Shelby Park. Now, here's the irony. Shelby Park is named after a, a Civil War general who, in 1865, instead of giving up to the Union forces, abdicated to Mexico. He took off. He took off. Really? He took it. And, yeah. So he went out in the middle of the Rio Grande, sunk his Canadian or his Confederate flag, no offense, Canada, Confederate flag in the uh, in the Rio Grande and went into Mexico. He's like, fuck you guys. That's so how ironic is that? That's, That's hilarious. Great. Can't make that. Shit I just up. found that out today. <sighs> That's good stuff. It is, Mook, and all this is, is good stuff. I'm, I'm really curious about how. I mean, honestly, I'm like, look, look, we got two minutes. I'll give you my quick prediction: is Texas is going to win. Um, it's going to Biden's going to go away. He's going to he's just going to back up and say. Okay, just as long as every now and again you let my border patrol agents through, just just check things up. You can have your you can have your border. What do you think? I agree. I, for the most part, the states are always going to win that stuff. I think. I mean, especially in this case, because Texas has to deal with it firsthand. And why would you? Indeed. Why would you? Why would you stop them from? You say you want to get it under control. At least you say you do. So if I'm to take him at his word that he wants to get this under control. Why would he fight this? I'm still baffled by that. You can say wonder if you want. You're still wondering about that. But, uh, but, but I mean, we'll close this out. But like, thank you for for taking the time because I know you're not feeling well. But um, in the immortal words of Cody Johnson, there's 50 states, but in the end, there's only one you don't mess with. <laughs> That's ah. true. <laughs> That's true. All right. See you later, Mook. Thanks again All for right. joining in. You're welcome. I wish I'd give you better content. Sometimes I feel like I'll give you nothing, but no, man. It's, if nothing else, you're a springboard for me. All right, cool, brother. All right, later, buddy. Peace.